Good morning, good afternoon, good evening sa lahat. Welcome to another episode of Sa Labas ng Classroom. I am here with a returning guest, with one of my former students who is now making his way into the recruitment part. Kakatapos na namin pag-usapan na hindi expected <laughs> na pumunta siya sa I.O. part ng, ano, ng psychology field. So let's welcome Mr. James Casino. So introduce yourself and then kwentohan mo kami kanong ganap recently. Okay, hi. Uh, my name is James Casino and thank you for having me back here, ma'am. I think our last episode was two years ago, if I'm not mistaken, two years ago. So it's good to be back. Nagtatawa na kami ni Ma'am Gahit kanina. Kasi I.O., um, pinakalis expect ko na field na mapunta after I graduate. I was expecting to do business or ventures sa other, climbing corporate ladder in other various ways. Pero when I started my career here sa recruitment field sa I.O., I really enjoyed it. Um, pareho kami ni Ma'am na favorite part wherein you're able to give livelihood and a chance for other people to earn money and take care of their families. So right now, hindi ko pa tala sabi kay ma'am to, pero since our first podcast, yun din yung nag-trigger sa akin to start talking about mental health. That's when I started to conduct projects of my own through Junior Chambers International, JCI. So in-adopt na rin project ko, which has been going on, going on for two years now. And sobrang thankful ako sa podcasting because I was able to speak with various chapters, not just around JCI Philippines, but I was able to do um, podcasts for JCI India, JCI Thailand, and JCI Korea. Because of it, una, to be honest, sabi ko, sige, recognition, recognitions and stuff. Pero pag pinasok mo isang bagay, you should know the consequences. So, of course, a lot of people judge me what I'm doing kasi the first naman, di naman ako, you won't Um, di naman ako nakasike na as a serious person kasi um, happy-go-lucky pero as time goes by as I matured nakita ko yung importance ng knowing na nakakatulong ka and which is the most important thing especially mental health in the Philippines not just in the Philippines but in the whole world ngayon medyo maganda movement but the stigma is still there that's why I was aiming to not completely eradicate stigma but to make the stigma a thing of the past. Yun yung approach ko before. So sabi ko, it doesn't matter kung gaano kadaming tao magsabi na yung mga talks ko boring. It doesn't matter kung mag-isang libong audience ako na mag-judge sa akin na it was boring. Wala kami nakuha. As long as may isang life ako na na-save, isang life na completely na-change through my talks, then it would be completely worth it. Right now, I just transferred my membership sa JCI through from Dagupan to Baguio. I was talking with the president a few weeks ago when I was inducted. Sabi ko, anong gusto mong gawin dito? Sabi niya sa akin. Sabi ko, tuloy pa rin natin yung project ko. Sabi ko. And then, nag-start na rin ako since yung entity ng project ko, it's called Mind in You in JCI. Two years now, I was thinking, sabi, sabi ko, gusto ko na sarili kong project. Supposedly, two years ago, gumawa ako ng podcast channel sa YouTube. Ang title niya lang dapat, Why Not Coconut? Diba? Napaka-irrelevant, sort of say. <laughs> Kasi gusto ko parang random topics lang. And then, again, as I go through parang maturity, adulting, emotional turmoil, so so to speak, one day, I came up with the topic na I titled na Uplift From Within. Kasi you couldn't really uplift yourself. Um, it doesn't matter kung gano'ng kadaming talks attendant mo, how many books you read, dapat the change has to start from within. Also, laking impact sa akin ng book ni Marcus Aurelius, which is The Meditations. I was reading the book and then na-realize ko talaga it has to come from within. Hindi naman sa totally stoic 
approach but it has to come from within. Ayun, ang dami, no? For the past two years, at two years na pala yung episode natin na yon. Balikan nyo yun, guys. That's guys and mental health or guys talking about mental health. Wala si Justin ngayon, pero sana sa susunod, meron siya. So yun, nung pinag-uusapan natin yung podcast episode na yon, I also saw how you and Justin talked about mental health. How more open you were compared to papano kayo nakipagkwentuhan sa akin sa loob ng classroom. And life happens. Adulting happens. As you've mentioned, emotional turmoil. Kasama yan. Itong buong pandemic na to. Ang dami nangyari. And I feel so proud and so grateful about what you're currently doing. Nakikita ko yung posts mo about talking related to mental health. And siguro sa ibang audience, it would seem boring or it would seem irrelevant at first. But when they realize that mental health is a primary driving force of whatever they're doing, in their daily life, they would essentially get something out of yung talks or yung mga topics sa pinag-uusapan natin. And hopefully, if ever mag-evolve man ang iyong career sa psych field, sa IO man yan or kung saan, eventually we will co- um, cross paths with other people then who would also be more open in terms of talking about their story. Um, Just a segue question, how was it talking to foreigners or talking to chapters outside the Philippines? Because it's a unique experience, especially related to mental health. So, ano yung life lesson mo dun sa mga usapan na yon? First and foremost, thankful ako na yung language barrier. Hindi siya ganun kahirap to when I was talking to them. Um, life lesson ko is siguro not just in talking with other chapters, but basically talking sa ibang chapters in the Philippines. Mental health talaga wala siyang pinipili. It doesn't matter what your gender is. It won't matter kung social status. doesn't matter kung gaano ka nakasuccessful sa buhay. It's there. And if it hits you, yung mga factors, outside factors, like financial factors, although may factors siya when it comes to seeking help, pero it doesn't really matter. Um, before, sabi ko, when I was suffering from anxiety, sabi ko, siguro when I migrate to other countries, like working Canada, which is na-consider ko before, sabi ko, gaganda siguro ang, ano ko, ang perception ko sa life. Pero when I was talking to them, ang ganda ng, ano, imagine here in the Philippines, we're a third world country. I was talking to, let's say, a chapter in Korea. They say Korea. Napaka-successful ng country. And then each and every member of them. But the thing is, yung questions na nakukuha ko dito sa Philippines, same question that pops out when I talk to, uh, to JCA chapters outside Philippines. And I also like what you mentioned na walang pinipili ang mental health regard mental health concerns actually. I also tell my clients ngayon sa clinical setting naman, siguro 80 to 90% of my clients, first talaga nilang mental health consultation is with me. So, una kong tanong sa kanila is, anong impression nyo? Or how are you feeling? Kasi nakakatakot at malakas pa rin yung gaya na nasabi ni James, yung stigma in terms of paglalapit ba ako sa professional, baliw na ba ako? There is a part of the context prior to seeking professional help when you think that having or getting a name or getting a diagnosis for whatever your experience is makes it Realer. So, parang nabibigyan mo na ng katotohanan lalo kapag lumapit ka sa mental health professional. But that's not the case, no? So, wala siya pinipiling gender, status, or whatnot. And speaking about it is the first step in terms of recognizing that it is a concern na dapat natin pag-usapan. Hindi siya dapat tinatago, hindi siya dapat kinikimkim kasi mas malala siya pag isang araw, sasabog na lang siya bigla, no? So, related to the topic that we're going to talk about today, this is a suggestion from James. Ang dami na namin pinag-usapan na topic, pero sige, ito yung pinaka-general namin na nakuha and I'm so excited dun sa magiging podcast niya. 
Abangan nyo na lang din yan. We-plug din natin yan. Pero, we're trying to understand how positive experiences come from negative experiences or if there is a difference. No? So, based on this topic, James, how do you describe a quote-unquote negative experience? As you've mentioned, kay na emotional turmoil. So, doon ba huhugot yeah. or saan tayo huhugot dyan? Uh, um, madami hugot, ma'am. <laughs> um, actually, for me, very broad yung term itself na negative experience. It could be as small as having a bad experience sa certain restaurant or sa certain place, like not getting your order on time or not getting right order. It could even come up to the point na pwede natin siya i-relate to trauma. Again, spiritual uh, spiritual awakening, turmoil, lessons, knowledge, dami, um, healing. And it could even lead up to discovering your higher purpose in life. Through bad experience, let's say, Siguro pinaka-general sabihin na natin through ex- uh, relationships. Having a negative experience towards a relationship. Hindi na, first, um, from the book ni Marcus Aurelius, um, natutunan ko na we have control over what's going on in our mind. Not what other people's actions. Yung a- actions ng other people. Hindi natin control yun. So having said that, we could have a bad um, negative experience a relationship, but we could use it as a lesson. We could use it the next so the next time um, we could determine the things that we really need. We could determine, we could use it to determine the kind of love that we need. And we could even discover our worth. The best thing about having negative experience, because negative experiences actually inevitable siya sa life. No matter how good you do, hindi rin magmamantil kung gano'n ka, ka clear yung conscience mo, gano'n ka clear yung purpose mo sa pagpasok ng isang bagay. Again, sabi ni Marcus Aurelius, we couldn't really control how other people would react sa mga bagay na gagawin mo towards them. So it doesn't matter kung gano'n ka ka-sincere regarding, for example, sa passion mo, or if you want to go to a field where in, ito na yung passion mo, sobrang hard work, but just so happens that your boss doesn't want you to be in that company, they reject your resume, or don't give you that specific promotion, you can use it to your advantage. Of course, it's really easier said than done. I guarantee that. I guarantee. But as you go through the process, first, you'll doubt yourself. First, you'll even, you'll even come to a point where you'll doubt your existence and sanity. <laughs> um, but having said that, as you go through that process, you can use it as an advantage so that you can learn how to treat other people better as well. For example, the experience mo to sa sa company nyo, you can use it in your advantage what not to um, do to other people. In I.O., ma'am, di ba? In I.O., we could use it to our advantage. Just a sidetrack story. I remember when I started my recruitment path or career, I encountered other recruiters. Di ko alam kung what kind of approach were they using. They were fault-finding applicants to the point wherein some applicants would cry. And I thought to myself, why do we need to do that? You couldn't re- um you shouldn't really try to you know empower trip. You shouldn't really assert your uh what do you call this, your position towards a person to determine whether they're capable of doing the job or whether they deserve the job or not. Then we were talking, sabi sa akin, ganito dapat yung approach mo. Ganito. You're straightforward. Sabi sa akin, sabi ko, uh, sa tingin ko, hindi maganda. Before wala pa akong right sabihin yun. Kasi bago pa lang ako sa industry. Eh. But I've been recruiting in that way for roughly six months now na as if na I'm their friend. 
yung mga applicants sa uh, we're, we're just talking although I ask specific questions I have my ways on getting specific answers that I need pinaka fulfilling na part dun is ilang beses na ako nasabihan na you're not the average recruiter sinasabi nila sa akin and then pinaka nakaka-touch sa company namin um, I've experienced this three times already we're in sa desk ko sa admin office kasi ang pasok ng agent is graveyard may gift palagi sa desk ko three times na hindi naman palagi Three, may, three, uh, may gift na. Recently lang, just this week, our supervisor, which is, ako rin nag-interview sa kanya. He's the agent supervisor or team leader. Nag-iwan siya ng umbrella for my daughter. Which is, sabi ko, ano naman, um, napaka-fulfilling. Knowing na, hindi naman kasi ano eh. For some people kasi, right now, being kind is a sign of weakness. Contrary to that, sometimes people tend to become the person that hurt. Again, sabi rin ni Marcus Aurelius, the best revenge is not becoming like them. Yung pinakamagandang experience ko, ma'am, na hindi naman sign of weakness na magiging kind sa kanila. It's just more on ma-determine mo yung ano eh, yung tao by talking to them. You could really determine that specific person really wants the job or needs the job. Of course, I also based on their credentials or previous work experiences. But there are certain times wherein makikita mo yung ability ng tao by the way he speaks to you. And yung ability niya na, yeah, this person is kind, but can he do the job? His character is, isn't replaceable. Everything could be learned. For me, character, hindi siya matututunan. We can hire people na sobrang galing. But how would they impact the company itself? Would they create a negative working environment for the whole company? But what if we get an average Joe? Pero yung level of motivation niya ang taas. Tapos, he's humble. He would definitely create a positive impact towards the subordinates, especially if leader siya. Sorry, it's a sidetrack. So, ganon For the negative... <laughs> For, yeah, the negative experiences, you can really you can really turn it into a positive. For me, basically, it boils down to a negative experience is having a bad experience at a restaurant until finding your higher purpose. Ayon, so three major points from your discussion, and I like the side track story because it also exposes the other side of employment. Um, usually, ang naririnig kasi natin is yung woes ng no, mga empleyado no, during their uh, stay in an organization. But prior to that, opportunity to actually be called an employee, there would be a set of people who would go through the process of actually filtering or aligning yung gusto ng employer siya sa employee. Uh, the first is identifying your needs. I appreciate how you mentioned that negative experiences can come from small details or small situations up until the big ones. And these situations actually would reflect anong kailangan mo at a certain time. So for example, Siguro may time na magagalit ka kapag mali yung order na nakuha mo or kaya ang haba ng pila sa resto na pinuntahan mo or hindi mo na-expect na maraming tao dun sa favorite resto mo. Meron yung period ng buhay mo na sobrang magagalit kapag na-encounter mo siya. Kasi kailangan mo yun eh. Kailangan mo matutunan siguro ang patience, kailangan mo matutunan adjust or mag-adjust sa situation. There would also come a time that hindi mo na siya kailangan yun kasi gets mo na siya. You'd still wait for your turn. You'd become kinder as you've mentioned to other people. You become, it becomes a test of character as well as you've mentioned. Negative experiences would actually reflect ano yung mga kagustuhan mo mangyari no, in your outside world or in your environment. So that's the second point. The third is identify also your higher purpose and i know that this is quite outside the topic and it might not be related initially but uh, i think 
doon kami medyo pareha si James in terms of leading towards or everything that we do would be related to what we believe in. Ano yung gusto namin mangyari sa mundo? Creating a domino effect or ripple effect in terms of the impact that we give others. And I think that's where, kaya lagi kami nag-uusap tungkol sa psych or kaya nag-uusap kami tungkol sa mental health. Kasi ganito siya, no? Gaya nang nabanggit ko rin sa kanila sa class, I don't know if you still remember that, ma-attract mo yung group or kaya yung grupo ng mga tao na related dun sa purpose kung nasan ka. And I don't know kung paano ka napasok sa JCI kasi hindi mo siya nakwento sa akin before pero I think there's a story behind it. Yung mga ganung bagay, I also recently met with people from Cebu uh, in person na ano, na-encounter ko sila prior this pandemic. Tapos wala, it feels weird kasi wala akong circle sa Cebu. That's like Visayas, sa Baguio ako. So, paano magkakaroon ng circle doon? And it's very uh, heartwarming to actually meet people who feel and behave the same way that you believe in. So, backstory tayo sa JCI. And then, yung second question is, what is a negative experience you have learned a lot from? Regarding JCI, before, actually, um, my family in the group has been with the JCI for roughly 70 years now. My grandfathers were JCI members. My uncles were JCI members. My cousins, pani JCI. And then, sa chapter namin, JCI Dagupan Incorporated. If I'm not mistaken, three of my uncles were past presidents. One, one of my grandfathers, brother ng grandfather, past president. Um, and then my grandfather mismo, he belongs to JCI Senate. He belongs to sub, ano rin, sub-chapters ng JCI, which is JC Ken, which is, ano, JC Ken, nakakatama yung story nila. Basically, for JCI kasi until 40 years old lang. Once you're 40 years old, you move up to JCI Senate. And then my grandfather, JCI Senate siya. And then medyo nabobore ata siya sa Senate kasi wala masyadong Senate sa Dagupan. So yung mga old JCI members around Dagupan, they formed this, called, this group called JC Ken, which is parang seniors na mga JCI. And then for how many years na every time nagbabakasyon ako ng Dagupan, pinipilit nila ako join JCI. And then naiinis ako lagi sa grandfather ko. San, nung bata pa ako, saan ba siya pumupunta lagi? Ano ba itong JCI? And then it just so happens nung pandemic, my cousin, siya na in line to become the president of our chapter. And then sabi niya mag-JCI ka. And then doon na nagsimula lahat. So napaka-amazing lang yung how the universe conspires to getting you where you're supposed to be. Honestly speaking, ang laking tulong ng JCI sa akin. I don't know where would I be right now if it wasn't for JCI. Nakatulong siya sa mental health ko. Nakatulong siya sa like meeting new friends. Like for example, when I when we went to Davao for an induction, nakita ko grabe yung pag-welcome nila towards other members. And then yung, yung nakita kong pag-welcome sa akin ng, kasi wala naman na ako masyadong circle of friends dito sa Baguio. All of them are currently working. Most of my high school friends nasa abroad. College friends, since not all of them are originally from Baguio, nagsi-uwian na rin. So, yung welcome sa akin ng chapter dito sa Baguio, yun yung pinaka na-appreciate ko. Kasi, of course, work, maganda may work. Pero from time to time, kailangan ko rin ng time to talk to other people. <laughs> na parang have fun with them. In ng side story ko to, for ano, JCI. Okay, and thank you for sharing that it has been a part of your family for ilang decades na. Hopefully, we also, that's also one of my ano, bucket list to form or to have one organization or more. Dapat daw iba yung phrasing eh. Hindi daw siya at least, dapat yung minimum tapos kadugtong or more. So, one organization or more that would last beyond me. So, yun yung goal or in your target. Going back to negative experiences and how we convert it to positive experiences. If you'd like to share ano yung negative experience mo na feeling mo sa ngayon yun yung top ng list <laughs> ng mga natutunan top mo sa buhay or kung sino si James ngayon. Boils down to family. When I grew up, I didn't have um, a normal family structure. My parents got separated and then nagpalaki sa akin. 
grandmother grandmother ko and that time my grandfather was in the United States pa kasi he was working um, and then may mga ano naman ako um, aunts um, although my grandmother my grandfather my aunts uncles they didn't ano naman di naman sila nagkulang sa pagpapalaki sa akin so yung mga mistakes ko while growing up I don't blame my parents I don't blame everyone around me it's just it's all on me because in a certain period of time nung ginagawa ko yung mga let's say bad decisions na yun I was completely aware of its negative outcome. When I had a daughter, yun yung number one goal ko. To really have a solid uh, family para sa kanya. Like, a complete family structure. Because ayoko maranasan niya. Yung naranasan ko when I was in elementary, we're in simple na family picture na kailangan namin sa, oh, sa school. I couldn't provide it. Na every time na may event kami ng elementary, ako ang nandun yung grandmother ko, yung aunt ko, or it's just my mom. Or if it's just my dad. Never napunta sa event na same place silang dalawa. But unfortunately, when I had a daughter, may ibang plano ang tadhana sa amin. So it was really a negative experience na kasi alam ko yung, ano eh, yung, let's say, trauma and pain growing up without having, like, yung ideal family structure. But what I did was, of course, napakadali, nung time na yun, napakadaling magalit na naman sa mundo to lash out at everyone. Napakadaling gawing choice na talikuran ko yung responsibility ko sa daughter ko. Hindi ko siya kayang gawin kasi alam ko rin yung consequences ng gagawin ko yun. What I did and what I usually do from the day my daughter was born, priority ko siya. Until now, and then nung naghiwalay kami ng mom niya, which is, by the way, ano kami ngayon, civil, we're like, we're really, we're um, friends now. Sabi ko, yes, I can go through the pain, but ano ang mangyayari eh, I quit. What would happen to my daughter? What would happen to my future self? Hindi ko na makakontrol yung situation na yun, but what I could control is how I react to that specific situation. And I use it into my, um, parang, advantage na I improved myself. I worked on myself. First, sabi ko, I need to fix myself. In-embrace ko yung fact na wala na magagawa sa situation na yun. And after, when I embrace that fact, because I think for a solid year, I was going through spiritual awakening, emotional turmoil from time to time. I was doubting myself. Tapos yun na siya. I started there. I used it into my advantage. Sabi ko, I'll be stronger after this experience. And right now, I became stronger. First, I'm really happy. I'm there for my daughter. Na nakikita ko sa kanya na she knows that she could always count on me. Also, maganda rin yung part na yung family ng mom ng daughter ko, yung family ng ex ko, shortcut ko na, <laughs> sila na mismo yung nagsasabi na that I'm doing a good job sa daughter ko. Which is really fulfilling na hindi lang kasi having a job, nakaka-bless talaga siya. Especially in these times, pandemic and everything. Having a job na nakaka-support ako sa daughter ko na napoprovide ko yung needs niya. And then, sobrang laking bonus na lang na, bonus na lang na napoprovide ko yung wants niya rin. Um, really a blessing na alam kong nababayaran ko yung tuition fee niya on time palagi. I provide what she needs and pakaming extra money. To, to get her what she wants. The thing is, having a negative experience and turning a negative experience into a positive one, hindi rin siya ganun kabilis. Um, I remember I talked about a similar thing ng podcast natin ma'am regarding spiritual awakening. That it's not that easy. It's not just as simple as turning a page. You won't turn a page. You'll turn a whole chapter. Not just one chapter, but a few chapters. But sometimes, mas yung process niya, sing haba ng creating a new book for us to get there. And it really takes guts to turning something positive, I mean, something negative into positive. I remember me and my cousin were talking. Babae siya, and then she also has a daughter. Um, son pala, sorry. Sorry, Denise, if you're watching, if you're hearing this. Ayun, so yung cousin ko, siya, out of nowhere, sabi niya sa akin, ang galing ko. Or hindi, hindi yung exact term, pero 
parang may add ano eh sense of sense of nanakin word eh parang na-appreciate yung ginagawa ko sa daughter ko kasi on our age I don't want to badmouth anyone but ang daming from teenage pregnancy ang daming of course given daming broken family pero ang daming absentee fathers not just absentee fathers absentee moms may mga kilala ako na kinakbuhan yung responsibility nila sa daughter nila na guys yung mga father tumakbo sa responsibility and at the same time I also know women na tinakbuhan yung responsibility sa daughter sa mga anak nila. What I'm saying is, napakadali kasi. Doon tayo matitest ng buhay, ma'am. Whether how strong we are. Kung i-relate ko rin siya sa sinabi ko a while ago na being kind and being and doing the right thing doesn't say that you're weak. It won't show weakness. But for other people, of course, they see it as a weakness. Kasi it's so easy to become a bad person when you go through bad things. But, to become more resilient and also not becoming the person that hurt you or trying to become a specific character na ayaw mo. If we hate the specific person and then hate na hate natin sila palagi, subconsciously, we become like them. But the power of accepting the fact that they're like them and accepting the fact that you can no longer do anything about it, what you can focus on is yourself, then something positive would definitely come out of that negative experience, turn it into, um, you can use it to your advantage. And thank you for also highlighting the importance of doing the work on yourself. Kasi yun yung madalas na, na step na nasiskip ng mga tao. They think na, or most people who are not really aware of their purpose, not judging, no judgment, or not aware of where they're going, what they want to do in life, is because they haven't really discovered ano bang mga gusto nilang gawin, ano yung mga kalakasan nila, ano yung mga Pwede pang ma-improve. I don't really want to call weakness as weakness because these are things that you'd want to improve as long as you're aware of them. It's also important what you've mentioned earlier that it's easier to actually choose situations where you remove responsibility from yourself. Ang hirap maging magulang. And I cannot speak kasi wala ka sa ganong context ngayon. Pero based on stories, based on what I observe from people, it is a responsibility na hindi mo pwedeng gawin na isang linggo tas ayaw mo na. No? <laughs> Or hindi siya yung tipong isang buwan Okay, sige. Parang siyang ano, uh, probation. Hindi siya ganun. It's a lifetime uh, responsibility. Ideally. And thank you for also choosing your daughter in this context. In that way, because you chose the responsibility of being a father, you also broke a certain pattern in terms of generation. And dito papasok yung pinag-usapan namin nila Dai sa kanila Samantha before of generational trauma. I think more, especially doon sa mga millennials ngayon, more millennials are aware, becoming aware of what patterns should be broken in terms of their families. Broken or not, no? kung ano mang context mo ng pamilya. And awareness is key in terms of what you're going to do about it. So being kind to yourself and being kind to others poses as a weakness because for so long we have been exposed to the character or personality that you should be strong to face life and whatnot. Bawal ka mag-breakdown. Related sa pinag-usapan natin natin. Bawal ka umiyak. Bawal ka mag-emotional. But we are not robots. Ayun, ang daming na tutunguhan na topics on negative experience because it's not necessarily one thing or the other. It's a spectrum. And I like how you quote stuff from Marcus Aurelius. Paano mo na-realize na kailangan mong hindi ayusin eh. Kailangan mo i-rediscover yung sarili mo so that you can become a better father or a better person for for your daughter and also for yourself. It started when, to be honest, nung nalaman ko na buntis yung ex-girlfriend ko before, I was 20 years old. Dropped out ako ng college. I didn't have a single peso sa name ko. Wala akong maski isang achievement sa buhay. As in, 
I've hit rock bottom when that happened. Meron ding time na gusto ko nang takbuhan yung responsibility. And I even, muntik, nasubukan ko din siya. Nasabi ko pa, baka hindi sa akin yan. Which really got her mad, by the way. <laughs> Through me then na narealize ko na I really have to do this. I really have to change my whole perspective sa buhay. Of course, when I accepted the fact, lumabas yung daughter ko, still, nasa rock bottom pa rin ako nun. Nung day na yon napaka ano, cheesy pakinggan, pero when the first time I laid my eyes on her, I cried. And I can confidently say that yun yung pinaka-first and last na tears of joy ko when I first laid my hands on my daughter. Kita ko siya, and parang heaven and earth nagsama. Sabi ko, I really need to get my things together. Sabi ko, ito na yun. I really decided na talaga kasi first hand, nakita ko yung impact sa child ng having an irresponsible father through my surroundings. Let's say, not just sa mga peers ko, not, not towards them, but in life in general. First thing that I did, sabi ko, paano to? I, I, I need to have money. Got a job. Got another job. And then sabi ko, sarili ko, I couldn't live like this forever. Kasi, to be honest, educational background, to be honest, ano siya eh, kailangan siya. Pero, there are certain, may, may rare people na kahit na wala educational background, they become millionaires. And dyan sila, wouldn't um, be the fact na meron yung mga taong super madiskarte talaga. But, when I had my daughter, sabi ko, pwede kong gawin yun or choose the easy path na to escape, choose a path na mag-business or choose a path na safe kami ng daughter ko. So, long-term, inisip ko and I decided to go back to college. Thankfully, when I got back to college, wala na maski, nalala kasi um, I didn't have money nung first job ko and then second job napunta lang lahat sa bills like doctor bills kasi ang dami vaccines diapers milk diapers are really expensive nalala <laughs> ko tuloy and then sabi ko easy path sabi ko ask my grandfather gusto ko nang gamitin yung chance to, to really thank my grandfather father ng mom ko sabi ko he's the person that I really want to be when I grow up he's had so much achievements while growing up nakita ko yung mga achievements na yun nakwento sa akin he was appointed by Cory Aquino as a counselor in Dagupan City ibang politicians from Dagupan kinukuha siya to become their political um, analyst to become strategist yung brother niya which was the late Mayor Al Fernandez politics really in her bloodline so hindi niya talaga maiwasan so I remember stories na pagka may tatakbo kaming kamag-anak like may great grandfathers, my grandfather or my uncles. Pag bago sila mag-speech, ang mag-speech muna yung grandfather ko. He has his way of hyping the crowd. And then, until now, every time we eat outside, ang daming lumalapit sa grandfather ko. Esther, Esther, ganito, ganyan. And then, every time na may makikilala ako, like in JCI, pag tinatanong nila, who are you, who are you? Ah, ikaw, ako kanina, Esther, friend. Like, ang, laki, ang taas ng tingin sa lo, grandfather ko, not because of what he did, na parang, sort of say, like financially, nakita nila kasi sense of humility sa kanya. Which is really, I really admire about him. And sa kanya ko rin natutunan. Kaya ko siya na-mention dito kasi yung decisions ko, mainly because of him, he taught me a valuable lesson in life na hindi ko matutunan sa ibang tao. He taught me to always take care of the family without saying it word per word sa akin. Just by showing it to me. How he really takes care of us. He's really the backbone of our family. Every time that may chance kami ng daughter ko, and my daughter will be going to the group and to spend two weeks there, Both of them are really close. Nahakatawa lang kasi yung, do- yung f- grandfather ko since he has lots of friends. Mayat maya may susundo sa kanya sa bahay. And walang makapigil sa kanya kahit COVID, everything walang makakapigil. Aside sa isang bata, which is my daughter. <laughs> And dyan yung sundo niya sa, ano, sa door. Imagine, natawa ako. Counselor Jigsin, super close yun ang grandfather ko. Almost every hapon, sinusundo niya yung grandfather. And then, Counselor Jigsin was there. 
sa driveway namin, palabas na yung grandfather ko, my daughter, went in front of our door, hinarangan niya yung door, she said no, tumawa grandfather ko kay counselor, sabi niya, hindi ako pinayagay ng apo ko sa tuhod, yung counselor tumawa, oh, okay, umalis. <laughs> Nakakatawa lang kasi, based sa ano, desire ko before, based sa decision ko nung time na yun, na kailangan ko ng gawin to for, not just for me, but for my daughter, nakakreate kami sa family namin ng other memories na masaya nakasama yung daughter ko. Kinconfidently say na mapapalaki na maayos yung daughter ko kung tinalikuran ko siya kasi sobrang responsible naman ng mom niya. Yung family ng mom niya, super responsible sa daughter ko. Pero sabi ko nga sa sarili ko, if ginawa ko big decision eh, na to completely run away from my responsibility, kasi nga sabi ko hindi ko pa kaya at eh, mas masaya ako na ako lang. Kung si age ko ba ngayon, would I be completely happy? Meron ba ako yung mga bagay na meron ako ngayon? Would the universe bless me with these things if I ran for my responsibility towards my daughter. So, at that time, siguro subconscious, conscious na rin yung nagpalisay sa akin na, I really need to do this. Bukod sa, ayaw ko kasing sabihin na gagawin ko lang siya because wala na akong choice. May choices tayo palagi. Ginawa ko siya kasi gusto ko siyang gawin. Ginawa ko siya kasi gusto kong when the time comes na limited lang ang life natin dito, Balik tayo kay Marcus Aurelius, Memento Mori, Stoism. And then gusto ko when I leave this life, pag tinanong sa daughter ko, for example, yung mga friends yun, nag-usap sila, yung dad mo, or kahit sabihin natin, buhay pa ako, huwag naman sana masyadong aga. For example, buhay pa ako, and then she talks to her friends, kamusta yung dad mo, yung dad mo ganito, ganyan. Ayokong sabihin niya na, yeah, may dad, yung dad ko, napoprovide niya to. Yung bigyan niya lahat ng gusto ko, I have everything that I want. Pero gusto ko masabi niya sa friends niya, my dad is a great dad. Gusto ko malaman ng daughter ko how important she is to, to me. And having said that, when I was in rock bottom, pinakamahirap na decision na nagawa ko nung time na yun, it was a decision na napunta talaga ako. I'm not saying na napakataas na lang narating ko, but for me, coming from kung saan ako nanggaling, where I've been, napakalayo na rin ang journey ko, especially when it turns to sense of responsibility. Because before, when I was like 80 to 19 years old, I couldn't really take care of myself. And right now, can confidently that I can take care of things, time management and everything. And nakita ko na yun sa daughter ko. Every time nakikita ko siya, naalala ko, and every time nakinukulit niya ako. Sutil yung daughter ko. Sobrang sutil niya, to be honest. Sobrang sutil niya. Nakita ko din yung may mga dads na hindi sobrang ganda ng life ng kids nila but they're really not close. Ako yung sense of joy ko. Sabi ko, ma'am, um, blessed ako kasi nagpo-provide yung needs niya. Bonus na lang yung wants niya. Pero ang pinaka-holy grail is nakikita ko kung gano'n siya ka-comfortable sa akin knowing na she could always depend on me. I'm so happy for you as a person and for you going through this journey of being a dad, being a provider, drusing every day. To, to be that responsible. And also, gusto ko yung sinabi mo kanina na we always make choices. There also came to a point na sinabi ko din dati na no choice, kaya ka nasa isang sitwasyon or kaya ako nasa isang sitwasyon. Until I realized na pwede naman ako magsabi na bukas ayoko na. <laughs> or kaya bukas alis na ako dito. Diba? And that's what I eventually did. No? There were some environments or there were some situations, some relationships even, um, where you realize na hindi na match dun sa gusto mo mangyari sa buhay doon sa mga lugar na gusto mong puntahan in terms of hindi naman sa nag uh, mamataas ka or that yung nasabi James kanina na mataas na yung napuntahan mo comparing sa rock bottom kasi lahat tayo iba-ibang definition ng rock bottom and hindi lang yan mangyayari isang beses no? so eventually you still have to learn in terms of getting a step ahead 
And even if sobrang late ng step na yan, it's still a decision that you have the power to make. It's very mm, inspiring to hear how you center your conversation or center this discussion in terms of your personal relationships. Because I was anticipating it's it's related to work or it's related to factors outside the self. And the family anchoring it to the Filipino culture is very important. Just a follow-up question then. I'm just curious. Have you ever heard of a compliment or a comment from your daughter that made you realize that everything was worth it? emotional <laughs> <laughs> when she called me, when she called, suddenly called me silly. Kasi very sutil siya, playful siya. Hindi naman lahat ng tao na nakaka-interact niya, makulit siya. Ang silly, silly ka daddy, sabi niya sa akin. You're silly. Kasi gets ko siya, it was her way na paglalambing sa akin. Sa age niya, may general idea siya what silly means, but naririnig niya sa cartoons and everything. And then she calls our dog silly rin. Si silly dog ang pangalan ng dog namin. Nakita ko kung Papa, yung, the manner that she told, uh, she told me at that time, Selly. Because we were playing. And then, aside from that, yung gesture siya, because hindi naman kami magkasama, na, no way, magkasama palagi. She lives with her mom's family. I do my best after work to go there as much as possible. If hindi kaya pa talaga physically, if hindi masyadong exhausting sa office. But if hindi ako nakapunta doon, I do my best. Make sure na meron kami time that we have our conversation even through Facebook lang video call. Pag nasa work ako, she'll send voice messages. I love you, daddy. I love you. Pero, babawiin niya sa another voice message na, you're silly. Ganun pa rin. And then, ito pala yung pinaka-rock bottom. Because her favorite movie is Hotel Transylvania. And then, may move dun na, may zing. Which apparently means, parang love at first sight, may forever love dun. We call each other zing. But, lahat na ng kamag-anak ko, even my friends, calls her zing, mga kamag-anak ko zing. Pero, once you ask her, hi zing, Hindi ko alam yung name na yun. Sabi niya. Hindi daw niya alam. So, she completely denies the fact na we call each other Zing in front of other people. But pag kami dalawa lang, Zing, yun yung ano ma'am, memory or the compliment, uh, really ko lang sa memory, na when I go back towards my stupid decisions when I was younger, I was really thankful na kahit I was young, I was really broke, didn't know myself, was in rock bottom. Buti na lang, meron pa akong ano. Sobrang liit na, sobrang liit na guts not to give up on life. Sobrang, sobrang liit na guts na yun to have that conscious decision to step up for my daughter. And not just for my daughter, but for myself and for the people around me. Mga grandfather ko, grandmother ko, parents ko, all of my relatives, all of my friends that really supported me. And nanonood nung time na yun, when I was kung ano bang gagawin ko. That decision made me prove myself as a man as well. Nakita ko siya sa family ko. I really proved myself. Then, although comparing to my grandfather, malayo pa yung tatahakin ko to get kung nasaan siya. And then, hopefully, I know, sana marating ko yung help na nagawa niya sa family. Sana marating ko lahat ng, or hindi man naman marating. Um, I hope that I could become the person that he is now. Pero if hindi kaya, as close as possible naman sa atin. And I think you're getting there. I feel proud as uh, one of your mentors and as one of the people who actually saw your journey. Um, hindi ko manabutan yung pinaka-rock bottom mo, pero there was a faint idea about it nung nasa school ka. It's very... Wala akong mahanap na word eh. Kasi hindi ko sure kung ano yung narinig or nakita ko from, from your perspective. But I hope that it also inspires and motivates others to be more mindful about the choices that they make. Siguro kung yun man makuha niyo sa episode na to, and relate na rin sa pag-plug na future 
future podcast, James. Being mindful in terms of what you do every day, in terms of how you relate to other people. Kasi ang daling hindi talaga pumansin ng iba or ang daling i-isolate yung sarili mo. Gaya na sinabi ni James kanina, magalit sa mundo. It's easier compared to actually trying to understand where you are, where other people might also stand or where other people might also be coming from. Mat- matindi yun eh. Kaya nga, kapag kasay kang inisip mo maging course medyo, yun na kailangan mo skill. <laughs> Being put under negative spotlight because of the consequences, I think, and how people view humanity as basically or essentially bad. But I think you're also one with me in terms of believing that people are basically good. I'd still want to believe in that. Although some people might debate, okay, sige, pero the context of having a relationship with other with another person, there is still that innate goodness and innate kindness na mapapalabas lang kung bibigyan mo siya ng chance. I think that's what also highlighted dun sa story mo. Very inspiring ulit to hear that you also gave yourself a chance to prove yourself, not just to your daughter or to the family members around you, to your friends, but also to yourself. Kasi yun yung pinakamatinding decision, I think, na gagawin natin. Pagbigyan yung sarili natin in terms of, ganito na lang ba tayo? Or kaya pa ba natin mag-move forward? Meron tayong mga inspiration, may mga mentors, may mga tao na hapaligid sa atin. But we essentially choose kung pa natin gagawin yung journey natin. And so moving to the finale or to the conclusion and to of course to plugging your projects. Anong message mo sa audience? You may want to be as specific as possible or as general as possible. Especially for people who feel like lahat na nangyari sa kanila ay negative experience. I think yun yung pinakamalaking effect ng pandemic na parang ang daming nasayang. Anong taon na ba ngayon? Parang hindi tayo dumaan sa 2019 at 2020 <laughs> tas 2021. So Ano yung mga message mo sa mga tao, ang perspective lang ay panay negative yung nangyayari sa kanila at this time. Especially if fresh pa yung experience. Nandun yung constant fear na this is what I want. Let's say in love, in relationships. Pagka fresh pa yung breakup, we tell ourselves, no, this is the kind of love that I want. This is the kind of love that I need. And it builds up a sense of regret sa sarili mo na what you could have done towards that relationship to make it last. In the end, as time goes by, as you heal, let me answer to the first questions. Now, turning something negative into positive, yun yung process din na makikita natin that kind of love that we really deserve. The kind of love that we really need. Sometimes, pagka fresh pa talaga, we couldn't really see the opportunity that came out of that negative situation. But as time goes by, as doors open, no opportunities open, and once you get a glimpse of that specific door, kung ano mang mabubuksan na yan, you would be more than happy that you told yourself that you survived that. And then you told yourself that you'll be stronger and you'll encounter more difficulties or challenges in life. And then you'll use it again into your advantage to catapult yourself into finding your higher purpose to being the person that you really need to be. But first and foremost, you have to be kind to yourself. You have to accept the fact that you're not okay. Diba? Napaka-cliche, like, kung nakikita to sa Facebook, it's okay not to be okay. The thing is, accepting that you're not okay, it's really hard. You have to make the conscious decision that yourself that I won't be okay for the past few days and then after the past few days, get up. Whether you're okay or not, the world will constantly move. The universe would constantly shift certain people to where they're supposed to be. Religiously speaking, God would be moving other people as well. Because we're supposed to be, even if you're in pain or not. It's easier said than done, but trust me, I know the feeling. 
you don't have any energy to even get up to bed. I know that feeling, don't get me wrong, guys. We couldn't really think straight. We couldn't really eat properly. We couldn't really sleep properly. And then the thing that broke us or that specific negative experience, yun lang yung nasa mind natin. It even lasts for like months or so. But the thing is, we have to acknowledge the fact that we're not okay. And we shouldn't really use that specific negative experience para hindi i-continue yung life natin. Para hindi i-continue yung pag-chase ng dreams natin. And most especially, it shouldn't stop us from being a good person towards everyone. Which falls down to my last message. Always be kind to every individual. Everybody's going through something. Everybody has, shows this mask na pinapakita sa public na I'm a strong person. But in the end, being kind to everyone and having to go through a lot of pain and not passing that trauma, not passing that pain, but making life itself better for each and every individual here. That for me, um, I don't know if everybody would agree. For me, that's a real sign of strength. Also, we also have to practice gratitude. When we go through something, we couldn't really thank the universe. But again, the only thing that could heal a certain event or a certain trauma, or not, not, not trauma, um, a certain negative experience, time. And as you go through that process, you learn to thank the universe. Doon yun yung difference. I was stronger. I can completely have a laser vision kung ano talaga ang gusto ko sa buhay, kung ano talaga ang deserve ko sa buhay. Having said that, gratitude is really important because there will definitely become a time wherein you will be thanking the universe that you survived and you chose to survive what you're going through right now. And thank you. So, being kind and also giving gratitude to everyone and about everything. So, hopefully, after this episode, you also get to say thank you and you also get to to be kind to others. And kung mas madali man yon sa'yo or hindi ka na nasa-challenge na mag-thank you sa iba or maging kind sa iba, paano naman sa sarili mo? When was the last time? If ever we pose a question, James and I would ask you, when was the last time you were kind to yourself? And when, when was the last time that you thanked yourself for actually choosing kung ano man yung mga pinili mo ngayong araw na to? Thank you and aabangan namin yung podcast mo, James. Sipaplug natin yan sa susunod yes. if ever. Kung meron man kaming ibang topics na gusto pag-usapan or kaya may suggestion kayo in terms of the topics that you would like us to cover. If ever, papayag si James, yung kanyang messenger account, send him a message just in case. Kailangan namin ng mga yan, lalo na sa mental health advocacy. We also need uh, good words, fine words sometimes. Um, <laughs> kasi kami madalas na nagbibigay niyan. So we also need humihingi ng affirmation. Um, thank you so much, James. I enjoyed this thank episode. And it was always a very good conversation pag pinag-uusapan natin ang life. Mental health. So thank you guys and we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you. Thank you, you ma'am. Bye. Thank you. Bye.